Abraham Lincoln. Louisiana Purchase, that's a name. You need to really get off my balls, okay? I'm gonna kick your ass. Also, why was Michelangelo so stinky? Ew. and welcome to episode 323 of the All You Can Hear podcast. I am one of your creepy co-hosts, Wenzel, and joining me today are... Canned Fish Colt. Ooh. Sir Stroming or a Salmon. Who knows? I don't even think they make canned salmon. That sounds fucked up. They might. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I'd probably eat it. It just sounds like it sounds strange. Yeah. Send all your canned, unmarked uh, parcels of fish to Colt's mailbox. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. Oh, also, Paranormal Pat, I'm back. Hey. Yeah, Pat's here. It's Poltergeist yeah, it's Pat. Been, yeah, it's been um, arousing two weeks, and I'm back, you know, back from my victory lap. Um, yep. just really sad to see I haven't been gone even a month and this place has gone to shit. Yeah. Yeah. We've been throwing dookie at the walls, licking the walls. What yep. order? Who knows? We've been taping yeah. up the foundation, um, putting gum on the wood frame. Chewing on the chair legs. So some of the chairs look like they're about to fall over. Yep. Yeah, mixing bleach and chlorine in order to mop the floors. Yeah, that's what I was told to do. Also, peeing in it. Yeah, no, that—that's what you're not. You're not supposed to mix it together. Oh, for some reason, because it makes a poison gas. For some reason, poison Me and Colt are always knocked out once we're once we start cleaning, and then we wake up and it's all clean because we're working so hard. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it's not the little poison elves that come in and uh save everything for you Fuck, yep. is that a new cryptid uh-oh the little poison elves it's not chlorine and pee oh god it's cryptid elves that turn us into little sleeping cleaning devils yeah poison elves caught on film real <laughs> it's just that <laughs> fucking clip of signs where that little dude's walking across the the frame i love that little dude I love it. Yeah. I scream every time. It scares me. I scream, I cream. Yeah, Colt has his wires crossed. Whenever he gets scared, he gets some rows. Yup. But anyway, uh, as, you can read, <laughs> as you can read from the title, uh, this is Cryptids 5. Uh, I would just like to also briefly say that in one of the first episodes that we did, there was a certain indigenous creature that we talked about, and it is... Um, very taboo to talk about it but we didn't realize at the time how taboo and of course we're very much still learning and trying to understand um and respect you know uh people's cultures and beliefs and at the time we didn't know so we just like to apologize for that say we're sorry um 
you know, we uh, we we just didn't know, but now we know, and um, we'll make sure to do to be more sensitive to that as well. I just like to quickly bring that up. But um, if, you know, if you go back um, and listen to that episode, um, I, I believe it's the first episode that we did of Cryptids. Uh, I believe it's in there. If it's not, it's it's in one of the. It might be in the second one, but pretty certain it's that one. But um, but yeah, we're uh, just like to briefly bring that up. Um, and uh, yeah, so. Now we can get back to um, the new cryptids, which um, we've done our research, obviously. So uh, we we were we're not going to try to run into any like any of anything like that. So um, yeah, yeah, three brand new cryptids never before heard by mankind. Yes, well, and uh, at the end of our episode today, we're going to see which one is uh, stronger. Uh, then uh, Wenzel's dog Sasha. We're gonna yeah. give each of them one hammer. We'll oh. see who wins. Hmm. I don't know if that's a fair fight. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Oh, well, I don't know what your cryptids are actually, because Wenzel never told me, and Pat I, didn't tell me. Okay, I did tell you my cryptid. I did. If you did, then it's not in my brain. Yeah, yeah Colt doesn't practice <laughs> active listening. I refuse. Yeah, probably. I yeah, yeah, it's fine. Um, as for Pat's, I I did I certainly did not tell you that one, <laughs> and Pat did not either. So, so yeah. So let's see who wins the hammer competition at the end of this episode. Uh, and I have well, a, my, a great new hammer that I got for just for the occasion. Well, my cryptid I don't think can hold a hammer, so um, don't spoil it. I'm just saying. I don't think. Uh, I mean, we can always tape it to its head or something. I mean, we have means of getting a hammer onto a physical body. Also, how well do you think Sasha can hold a hammer? Pretty well, actually. She can just put it in her mouth. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> why? Why can't your cryptid put it in his mouth? I don't know. We'll find yeah. out. Yeah, that's true. Um, if you're gonna do that, then I'm gonna have to give Sasha a gun. No, it's gotta be hammer. Okay, now only. That, that that that's unfair. Everyone um, else has bludgeoning weapons, and you have a projectile. That's a that's little cheating. okay. Can cheating. we train? Can we train? No, it's just a base strength. I'm saying, like, can we, you guys train? Because why would we train? Because Sasha's fucking strong. Why would we jump in? We're not fighting. Not you. You're fucking cryptids. Oh my god! They don't have to train. They're doing base strength. So you want to uneven fight? Okay, maybe sure. I don't know. Sasha will kick their asses. Ah, uh, you say that. Just you wait. Just you fucking wait. All right. Uh, who's going first? Me. All right. I guess Colt's Me. going first. Because at the <laughs> beginning of this, or when we weren't recording, when it was like, Jesus, oh fuck, I don't know. Oh, who should go first? It's so stressful figuring out who's gonna go first for a school project. I don't want to say something weird in front of my crush. <laughs> Fuck nerd. I I didn't say I didn't think. And Colt I said, would... and me the Giga Chad said, yeah, I'll go first. And now I'm gonna throw up on myself in front of the whole class. <laughs> I thought that you're gonna stutter to fucking hell reading this. <laughs> that is exactly how all presentations went in high school, middle school. I hate talking in front of a class. Yeah, it wasn't fun. See, talking in front of people is a lot easier when you don't, they don't see your face and it's anonymously across the entire internet. Yes, that, and also you've known 
some embarrassing things about the people you're talking to. So if you know, like, the group in general, you can just say, like, if they talk shit towards you, you can be like, I know you shit your pants driving to work one day. <laughs> and who is he talking about? I don't know. I was just say they're not here right now. But uh... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, yeah, there's, there's a there's a lot of people that have been on this show and a lot of pants that could have been shat in. No. And honestly, I think that applies to like three people that are not here right now. Which... I was literally gonna say Colt is <laughs> Colt is talking about three people, but I think he's talking about somebody very recently and specifically. <laughs> I'm not gonna say names. That's mean. But I will if they make fun of me. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. We love you here, Donald Trump. Fuck. <laughs> we can't oh, say that. Wow. Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, all right. All right. For real, though. Okay. My creature is something that's beautiful, majestic. Eh, it's something. I'll say that. It's the Tittalic. It is a froggy. The tail of the Tittalic. The Frog is a creation story from the Australian indigenous dreaming stories. The legend of Tiddalik is not only an important story of the dream time, but has been the subject of many popular modern children's books. In the creation myth, Tiddalik awoke one morning with an insatiable thirst. You know, oh, so thirsty. And started to drink until he had gulped down all the available fresh water. Why are you talking like that? I'm trying to fucking... Expressed. You sound so sensual. No, I'm not. Fuck you. Oh. Well, now you don't. Creatures in plant life everywhere <laughs> begin to die due to lack of moisture. You like that? You laughing at that? Yeah, that's what I thought. Other animals conspired against Tillich and devised a plan for him to release all of the water he had consumed. This was successfully coordinated by a wise old owl. When Nabunum, the eel made Tiddalik laugh. And when he tied himself to in like comical shapes, like uh I don't even know what the fuck a comical shape is, like a square, a triangle. And uh Tiddalik laughed and when he laughed the water rushed out of him, replenish replenishing the lakes, swamps, and rivers. So basically a frog got super thirsty, drank up all the water, saw a funny uh eel and like threw up. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good story <laughs> yeah it's a very fun simple story that i i really like it's a cute one it's not exactly scary and i know it's october but still it's a cryptid i mean have do you were there any cryptid sightings of it possibly uh, no it's more like a legend but technically kinda because the story has been said to describe the water holding frog Mm. It's from Central Australia. The frogs burrow underground during dry periods and emerge during the rain to absorb large amounts of water to fuck and feed. This allows it to avoid desiccation during drought <laughs> and a trait not exhibited by most frogs. They were used yeah, they, by they indigenous... said, said fucking encyclopedia. Yes, it did. It did. <laughs> and they were used, this is a fun fact, by indigenous Australians during times of drought as a source of water. So they just squeeze a frog. No, I don't know if they squeezed it, but they drunk the water from the frogs. Man. Poor frog. Well, shit, it shouldn't be drinking all the water. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, So, like, could you not find, like, was there not anything about, like, maybe people thinking they saw the Tillich or anything? Like, I the... highly doubt it because the Tillich is depicted as a massive fucking frog. Like, I'm talking skyscraper big. 
because it drinks up every single freshwater source ever. So, so you're t- so you're telling me you brought a kaiju to this and there's no sightings of it whatsoever. Pretty much. What the fuck is wrong with you? It's like Colt didn't follow this, the lesson plan. This is cryptids five. And what did you bring? You bring a funny, cool story with no sightings. No, you're I just scared for Sasha. Mm, kind of. But this story is found in many places around Australia, but it's often attributed to the Gunai Kurnai people of South Gippsland, Victoria, and has spread worldwide since first being established. While the modern story is a happy ending with water returned for all to use, the original ends in environmental disaster. The flood caused many to drown and others to be stranded on islands. Those stranded were rescued by Boron the Pelican, which is another creature in the mythology, and the end of the tale explaining how the pelican's feathers... Uh, subsequent, subsequently changed from all black to a mixture of black and white, which ah oh, fuck, it's it's a it's based on a uh the pelican, and it's telling you how how the they pelican got it. it's colors white. Yes. Oh, okay. That's did, did the water wash off the black on its feathers? I don't know. I didn't read into the lore of the pelican. That is true. He, he's he's only here about the frog. I I understand that. Yes, uh. and I also I I drew it because every year, Modern Warfare. Sorry, I had TikTok open on my phone. I got to find the picture I took. Uh, every year we take our cryptids and we do our own artistic twist on the creature. I just looked at some pictures of uh, actually nothing. I just drew this on how I thought the Tidlig would look. And I think it's rather humorous. I'm trying to find, you know, I'm just going to put it in one of our big chats so people are just confused. How about that? <laughs> just like no that? context. I, I mean, sure. <laughs> I don't know why you wouldn't put it in the, the season the season six chat. Uh, it's too late. Okay. That is the titillic, the beautiful, the brave, the belly fetish. Wow. Wow. <laughs> okay, but okay, Colt. But where's the, but where is the cutaway view of Sont the Hedgehog curled up in its stomach? You gotta pay. Go to the Patreon. Oh uh, my god! That and also, if you see in the corner, that's supposed to be like a like a little eel. He's about to make that but, dude laugh. That's the funny little eel. Yeah. Honestly, but, this is this is so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like when I drew that face, I was like, "Fuck, I did this in one shot." Fuck yeah, this is a frog. <laughs> is he is he sitting on a rock? Yeah, it's his little chair, and he's like drunk so much water, he's holding his belly, and he's like, "Oh." I mean, I don't need you to explain oh, to me that he's holding his belly. This is for the people listening. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, just imagine pregnant Sonic, but as a frog, and that's pretty much what. Cole and it doesn't here. look like Sonic. I don't know why you brought Sonic into it. I just yeah, uh, said, imagine Sonic, but as a frog. Why is Wendell, you, Sonic a frog? You could have just said, you could have said, imagine um, the Pokemon Politoed without the little curly key antenna on his head. But Politoed's got a big belly. Yeah, that's why I said Politoed. Politoed doesn't have a belly like this. You're yeah, looking at too much big... fetish art, Pat. He's got a bigger belly than the other Polly's. Mm, I think you need to look up Polytoad again. Okay. But yeah, All that's right. the Tittlelick. It's my funny <laughs> little creature, fella. How you guys like him? 
I like him. I like him. Uh, I do think he's, Sasha a, he's a very good frog. I think Sasha would win in this battle, though, because um, if it is based off of the the actual frog that you mentioned before, um, all she would have to do is eat him and then throw him up. No, he's huge. No, no. You just you think confirmed... she can eat a kaiju? You just confirmed that it's just the tiny little frog that is in Australia. So no, we're going on the cryptid. Mm, no, we're not. We're not doing the fucking water holding frog. This is the titillic. The titillic is the water holding frog, and oh the water God, holding frog, the water holding fraud is the titillic. So they're both the same. Fuck it. I'll fight Sasha in the titillic's dead. Then you want that? If you fight my fucking dog, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> 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 okay all right well uh yeah no uh i i definitely want to see the children's story of like if there's any illustrated stuff like that because that sounds really cool really fun all right um now we didn't I, choose who goes second i'll go second oh brave brave don't throw up on yourself i mean you did i won't i didn't yeah Okay, uh, so my cryptid is the Beast of Gévaudan. It's French. We're in France now. Uh, I thought uh, it was New Orleans. I'm scared of the French. You shouldn't have done this. You know, it's Halloween, I understand. Yeah. Um, Napoleon, horror movie coming up. <laughs> oh, he's 5'2". <laughs> All right, so... Uh, between 1764 and 1767, a mysterious creature called the Beast ravaged the rural region of Gévaudan, France. About 100 men and women and children reportedly fell victim to La Bête du Gévaudan. While many French at the time presumed the Beast to be a wolf, and many modern scholars agree, some have just suggested that the Beast may not have been a wolf at all. The first recorded fatal attack of the Beast occurred on June 30th, 1764, when a 14-year-old shepherdess, Jean Boulet, uh, Jean, maybe Jean. No, I'll just say Jean. Um, tended a flock of sheep. Boulet was not the creature's first victim, however. About two months prior, a young woman tending the cattle was attacked by a creature like wolf, yet not a wolf, but escaped because the herd defended her. The attacks continued through the summer and into autumn. France was in a slump at the time. On the heels of the Seven Years' War, the nation had lost battles to Prussia, and the British and Louis XV had lost overseas colonies. The beast offered a perfect foil to rally around. And um, there were several reports uh, in the press about the encounters with the animal. So uh, the Bête Furose attacked and partially ate women and the young, according to reports, but lone adult men were also targets. There were so many attacks that some speculated there were, in fact, two or more beasts. The terrified populace of Jevudan did not sit idle, and individual stories of bravery captivated the public. Um, also should mention, too, certain reports of the creature had said that... Um, it would uh, chew on tobacco, speak, and become invisible. It, wow, okay. It, it would, yeah. like, speak uh, whatever language, like French? <laughs> Bro, I mean... I, it I would, or would it speak tobacco? No, it would speak French, chew tobacco, and turn invisible. Sounds like someone from Louisiana. Yeah, probably. Uh, bounties were offered, and hunters combed the countryside looking for the creature. On October 8, 1764, hours after a mauling, the beast was seen at Chateau de la Bombe stalking a herdsman. Hunters followed the animal into the state's woods and flushed the animal into the open. The hunters shot a volley of musket fire into the creature, but after a fall, the beast rose and ran off. Called by the intendant of Lejudeau, 
The first king-appointed soldiers, a section of mounted infantrymen called Dragoons, arrived in the region by the winter of 1764. Unfortunately, thick layers of snow prevented them from working properly. They resumed their hunts in early 1765, but were ultimately, ultimately unsuccessful. Somehow, the beast always managed to find a way out of their traps and nets. On January 12, 1765, the beast attacked 10-year-old Jacques Portefeuille and a group of seven friends ranging from ages 8 to 12. However, Portefeuille led a counterattack with sticks driving off the creature. The children were rewarded by Louis XV, and Portefeuille was given an education paid by the crown. Portefeuille eventually became a lieutenant of the Royal Artillery Corps. Um, this, dude gets, this little kid gets mauled by a wolf and gets like a free education? Hell yeah. Yeah, no, he got a full, like, ride scholarship, <laughs> like, for, like, literally from elementary school into college, just paid for. Also, gotta say, not worth it. Uh, if you think hanging out with wild animals to get you a good scholarship, just watch Grizzly Man. It's not worth it, bud. I like, honestly, I'm surprised there's not, like, wild animal attack survivor scholarships for, you know, kids around here. Uh, <laughs> that's actually an interesting point. I never thought about that. I guess maybe because, uh, the kid was stupid enough to hang around the wild animal. That's wow. Took the words right out of my fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that or their, their dad or uncle is like, come here, boy, look at this. And he has like, this like mangy, like wad of like fur and claws. Take a look at this thing. I caught in this like bear trap and it just like wiggled out of his hand and just like claws their face off so they have like this sick scar but also a hundred thousand dollars to go to any school in the country fuck <laughs> that yeah, here's be... my pet bobcat it's really friendly <laughs> yeah i guess they just accept that we live in the woods and they can't give money to every person who gets attacked by animals so that's probably why <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, it's, it's it's on a lottery system there's like at least 150 kids trying to get the wolf attack scholarship there are some kids trying to apply to a deer attack a scholarship but uh, they don't actually get a scholarship in fact they actually get um they actually get bullied for the rest of their life for being attacked by a deer i just picture I mean, someone running into the woods full sprint just trying to find an animal <laughs> i'll take any animal it, it's like it's just this yearly thing where like as soon as uh as soon as winter starts <laughs> All, all the local kids run into the woods, and they're never, they're they're not seen again until what, like March, maybe. Yeah, and like the ones that return don't get scholarships. Yeah, because <laughs> they didn't get attacked by an animal. I don't then, know. Then the kid gets attacked by a deer. He has to like defend himself. It's like, well, actually, guys, more people are killed by deers than sharks. And then the guy with like one leg is like pussy. And you also have to record it and post it to YouTube so you have proof that you were attacked by an animal and not your friend. Yeah. Surprisingly, um, not many Bigfoot uh, reports, though, you know? Uh, but the ones that do report being attacked by Bigfoot, they actually end up getting a $500 scholarship. Oh! <laughs> I mean, $500, not a lot, but they get something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, you get that... a PlayStation 5. Honestly, I would, I would, <laughs> I would kind of love to see a reality show or someone's like, hey, it's Bigfoot school. You, you're in a competition to, to learn about Bigfoot. And, go, and the, in the final episode, it's them going out into the wild to find Bigfoot. Fuck. <laughs> that actually reminds me. Uh, TM, whenever, TM, TM. Whenever I, was, school. 
whenever I was selling art at the comic strip, Justin had this one uh, horror show playing. It's called These Woods Are Haunted. And uh, he warned me beforehand saying, this show, it says These Woods Are Haunted. Um, but there's just a lot of, like, it's not even mostly about ghosts. It's mostly about Bigfoot and dogmen. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's so weird. It's so the woods are haunted, but they're haunted by Bigfoots and dogmen. But they're not ghosts; they're alive. I know, I know, but that's what the show's called. <laughs> okay. Apparently, it's... I mean, well, if if the show was taking place in like you know middle Europe, there'd be like ghosts and haunted forests everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I'd yeah, love but... to go to a forest <laughs> in Europe. They look so scary. <laughs> Yeah, I'd just love to be shitting my pants in a forest in Europe. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad fun. we're on the same page, Wenzel. Yeah. Um, oh, gosh. There's something else, too. Oh, yeah. And also in that show, it was so funny because some people, they would uh, they would have really good actors, like really pretty or handsome actors portraying them. But then some people, they would, for some reason, get an actor that's so close to, to what they look like or even uglier. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I feel like that's like on purpose. No, literally Justin was like, they had to have pissed somebody off at the studio because they're like, <laughs> there's no reason for these other actors to look the way that they do. And then this one, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's funny. I recommend it. I, I want to watch more of it. Okay. So anyway, the uh, children's heroics prompted the court of King Louis XV to send royal hunters to destroy the beasts. There was now a 6,000 livre bounty. Livre? 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 I can never... This, that word always fucks me up. 6,000 pound bounty on the creature's head. The story of the beast, meanwhile, was spreading and covered in newspapers from Boston to Brussels, becoming one of, the, uh, one of history's first media sensations. British newspapers published fake reports to mock the French inefficiency. One of them claimed that a 120,000 men brigade had been defeated by the beast of Jevoudan before it was scared away by a cat. That was one of their jokes. That's pretty funny. It's the old onion. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, some people some people even say like this is like basically the first like quote cryptid unquote like that they, they people say like this is the first because of how much it was covered by the news. Um not not like the first first, but like, you know, I guess in terms of like media coverage, the first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would I'd want to say like that. But anyway, uh, among the most notable tales of bravery was when a 19 or 20 year old Marie Jane Valet uh, was attacked by the beast on August 11th, 1765. While crossing the river Dej with her sister armed with a bayonet affixed to a pole, Valet impaled the beast's chest. The creature got away, but Valet became known as the Amazon or the Maid of Jebudon. Hell yeah. George Washington. Yeah, yeah, no, it's pretty, it's pretty badass. Uh, on September 20th, 1765, Francois Antoine, the king's 71-year-old gun bearer, and his nephew shot a large <laughs> wolf near an abbey at uh, Chaz, uh, which was, I, I, never even, I didn't even look up this word, um, which was assumed to be the beast. Uh, Antoine was awarded with money and titles, and the corpse of the animal was stuffed and sent to the royal court. The creature was six feet long, three feet tall, and weighed 140 pounds. Um, I just think it's funny. A 71-year-old gun bearer. <laughs> like, so, like, that I, sounds I, like a fucking title, like a warrior has. Yeah, it I is. Mean, no, it, it, he's the uh, he is the the he is the king's gun bearer. That is a, that oh. is his, that is his title. Yep. Is, is I he mean, like the, a caddy? No. <laughs> uh, actually.
actually I tried to look up the gun bearer title. I couldn't find anything. I think it's just somebody who has a gun and like um <laughs> like a flag attached to it. Maybe uh see I tried looking it up, but I keep getting cup bearer. I don't what? Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't fuck. Oh. I dropped my mic, it was an accident. So oh, I, I, I'm just getting like actual like flat vest when I look up gun bearer, so I'm gonna look up Royal Gunbearer. I'm getting see, a lot of cuckoldry porn. <laughs> well, see, I put in the King's Gunbearer, but nothing came up. But yeah, like literally the second thing on here after this giant, like, uh, oh, actually, yeah, there's like, there's like this weird hat covered in guns, and then, then there's like the um the Francois Antoine um Wikipedia entry with with what I assume to be a image of the the beast that yeah that is the um what people think the beast is um Gabudon. Uh, yeah also too it says here he is the officer of the royal bedchamber <laughs> i mean <laughs> i mean i mean i guess it, i i guess he guards the bedchamber i just think it's funny like <laughs> he's the royal no, officer. you have to fuck this way stop fucking like that <laughs> no you have to piss this way stop pissing like that Okay. Oh, Why funny are you pissing bit. in the bedroom? <laughs> I, I'm looking up on um and uh oh Francois Antoine's uh, Wikipedia page, and down here at the bottom, because you know he was the royal gun bearer. It says like related articles. Wolf catcher royal, and there's there's a, a little aside that says who is curiously not assigned this task of catching the beast of Gabudon. <laughs> okay. Like not like, like the word not is italicized. Yeah. Who, who curiously was not assigned. Okay, that's interesting. Um, <laughs> it was curiously a bitch. Wow, that's interesting. So there is a wolf catcher position, but they were not assigned to that. That's so weird. What weren't they? Uh, <laughs> and honestly, the, co the coat of arms for the wolf catcher is kind of cool. It's kind of badass, yep. It kind of sounds like there was a weird guy that's like, got, there's a wolf thing out here man i gotta go find it and he kept bugging the king leader whatever the fuck they had then and like the leader's like fine sure you're the fucking official uh you can be just do whatever you want you're not i'm not even giving you the official title you do what you want but okay you say that but here's the thing though wolf attacks are big in france i think there's like there's like uh, there's like over there's like over a thousand every like every year or so of wolf now? attacks. No, no, no. I was Limit. gonna say, what the <laughs> fuck? Well, the, the wolves are just roaming the streets of Paris. Well, maybe. Uh, no, no. So yeah, no. Back then, wolf attacks happened like every year, and there were tons of them because there's so many wolves. So that's why they have they have a whole team of like wolf catchers and wolf killers and stuff. So it's weird that the royal wolf catcher wasn't put on this. Um, huh, that's interesting. I, probably he was like, you know, he was talking a badass game, and then when it came, it came time to put up or shut up, he was just like, Oh, sorry, I'm sick, can't, I can't do it today, guys. Sorry, I really want to. Yeah, I, I caught so many wolves yesterday. I'm, I'm so full, I, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> can't do We're assuming he eats them whole, right? Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, meanwhile, Francois got like, you know, like hip dysplasia in one eye, and he like blew this 
like little tiny pellet through like the wolf's head, like from a, a mile away. I wonder if the king is like, why do you keep eating the wolves? You're not supposed to eat them. <laughs> I'm catching them. They can't escape. <laughs> they can't escape my belly. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, okay. So, yeah. So the beast was killed, but um, attacks started again in December. This time, the beast seemed different, at least behaviorally, uh, where before the beast had been afraid of cattle, this time it showed no fear. Um, so people think this was a second beast. While the year 1766 featured less attacks, these proved as deadly as they used to be. Believing, though, that the creature had been slain by Antoine, Louis XV did not give a fuck about what Jevudal was going through. He did not care anymore. He was like, all right, we're done. Like, it's it's over. It's over. Antoine got it. So stop bothering us. Um, And then the paper... There is stopped. no wolf in Jevudal. Pretty much, yeah. There's no wolf in Jevudal. Um, the papers also stopped reporting the attacks as well. In sixteen. Uh, 16- uh, 1767, three years into the beast's reign of terror, most of the kingdom was indifferent to the day-to-day fear the locals experienced. Um, <laughs> yeah, so this compelled a local nobleman, the, Mar- uh, the Marquis de Pache, uh, to organize a hunt. On June 19th, one of the hunters, a local man named Jean Chastel, shot a wolf on the slopes of Mount Mouchet. An autopsy of the animal revealed human remains inside, and the animal had non-wolf characteristics as described by witnesses, the attacks ended, but while it was assumed that the beast Chastel, Chastel bagged was the beast, doubts remained that was indeed a wolf. So that's the story. Let's go into some of the description and the behaviors of the beast. Uh, the beast was consistently described by eyewitnesses as something other than a typical wolf. Uh, it was large as a calf or sometimes a horse. Its coat was reddish gray with long, strong panther-like tail. The head and legs were short-haired and the color of a deer. It had a black stripe on its back and talons on its feet. Many drawings of the beast at the time endow it with lupine characteristics. Witnesses described the beast as an ambush hunter which stalked its prey and seized it by the throat. The, wo- the wounds found on the bodies were typically to the head and the limbs with the remains of 16 victims reportedly decapitated. Uh, the creature prowled in the evenings and in the mornings. Um, so there's a bunch of different stuff here about what people thought it was. Um, there are some people who even go like super far as to saying like it was a werewolf, a dog-wolf hybrid, um, or a serial killer. Um, one of them was people thought maybe it was a, um, it was like a dire wolf or a hyenodon, but, you know, those are extinct. Um, so, uh, the most plausible ones were that it was either, uh, it was either a wolf or it was an armored war dog, a striped hyena, or a lion. Um, the thing with that, though, is, uh, if it was a hyena, uh, that would have been weird because hyenas, striped hyenas, don't attack humans. They just, they just don't. They avoid it. They try to avoid people. Um, the wolf thing is interesting because it was, it's so much bigger. It's so much a little bigger than a wolf, but also too with how people were getting killed, it doesn't. Wolves don't kill like that, so they don't go for the neck and they don't decapitate people. Um, so I think the most plausible what I'm just thinking it's funny that like someone's thinking about like a wolf decapitating. So I'm just picturing them with like a, a sword. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's where people think that maybe it might have been a serial killer. Um, but then at, also at the same time with how people had described it. So, so there were so many eyewitnesses and had some like it. its behaviors were, you know, 
an animal, and also too, it had to, it had to put on a pretty um, elaborate costume to be a person. So, um, the most plausible one is that it might have been an immature male lion that had escaped from some kind of captivity. Menagerie. Or yeah. God um, damn these French people collecting all these fancy animals. Um. Yeah, and so. And and a lot of a lot of reasons for this is that it was an ambush hunter that seized the prey by the neck and uh, decapitated its victims, with, which with lions do. Um, there's also a famous case uh, of the lions of Savo, in which a lion pair killed over 130 victims in under a year. Um, another supporting fact in this that in the territory of the beast, a roughly 56 by uh, 50 miles aligns with a lion's typical range as well. So there's that. Um, hmm. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna send you guys my picture real quick. Yeah. See this freak. And again, it's just a sketch. I I don't consider it a full drawing. Ooh. Ooh, oh. a little freaky, little hyena looking. I know that's the way it's supposed to look. Well, I was going more for immature lion because they have they kind of have spots. They kind of have that um that little mohawk uh, f- like fur stripe going down and a little bit of the hyena, yeah, because of the stripes. Um stripe back anyway. But yeah, that's my little sketchy. Nice. Good. Nice. Mine's better though cuz uh it's got a, a, a big belly fetish. No, I agree. Um Yeah. And so uh, if you we drew this we'll... thing with a big belly, you'd be winning, but you didn't. <laughs> I mean, there's still there's still time to change artistic avenues, Wenzel. Mm, I might it's have great. To. I might do it. Yep. Um. Yeah. Uh. I, I guess if I were to describe it to people, just think of about this long cat <laughs> with uh that looks very angry. Um, and there's kind of a bluish purple background. That's all you need to know. <laughs> yeah, and I will say, like you know, this does a a good job of sort of like approximating like all the different various animals that could have been between the wolf, a lion, or a hyena. Like uh, that's like a good mix of all three of those. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm about to send another cat. Oh. Wow. Yep. What that's the very... fuck is that? <laughs> that's the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Okay, well don't say that. That's mean. Holy that's... shit, kill it. <laughs> this cat was so sweet. I'm uh I I met her the other day. Um, she even jumped into my arms, literally, for me to hold her. Oh my god, so sweet, such a sweet kit cat. Uh, but for the audience, you won't be able to see her. So no, this is our secret cat picture. You nope, will never see it. Nope. But um, yeah. So that's that's it for the beast of Jevu Dawn. Um, pretty crazy. Like this is uh kill a lot of people. Actual like eyewitness reports. I mean, actual deaths had a, like a whole king and um court scrambling to fucking kill this thing i mean it's crazy and, and then it came back for revenge a bounty on another one and the payoff is a playstation 5 so if you can find another one of these things you will get a ps5 just go into uh the parliament or something and be like i got one of these and so you get a ps5 yeah and sure. if, you're, if you're under the age of 15 you could get a scholarship for being his hat oh yeah yeah, do that too. We are I, not lying. And we kind of are. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. But but uh, you had to figure out what we're lying about. I mean, you can you can easily figure that out. 
All right. Uh, well, Pat, it's your turn. You're all right. It. It's time for the special guest to give his presentation. Oh, did yeah, you just unzip your pants? No, that'd be kind of hard because I'm not wearing. Oh uh, shit! Zipper. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, my story. Yes, I'll be talking about the cryptid known as Cabagon. That a uh, and... Pori not Porygon, fuck Digimon. No, it's not a Digimon. Uh, Cabagon spelled K A B A G O N yeah, was you a. Idiot. There's a Bakugan. No, wait, fuck. Never mind. No, there's if a. It, if it's, it's a not Digimon, an eyeball from Naruto. If it's a Digimon, it has a mon at the end of it. You idiot. Well, it's a Bakugan then. Still n wrong. <laughs> no, it's it's not a little ball that transforms into a robot when it hits a little magnetic square. Pretty sick. It is. It is. Sick. I mean, I've seen them. They're pretty cool, especially uh, these days. But anyhow, oh, yeah. Kabagan. It is the name of a of a mysterious ocean-dwelling creature that was spotted off the coast of Littleton, New Zealand on the afternoon of April 28, 1974 by the Japanese fishing vessel, uh, excuse me, Computer Modern 28th. Okay. So this was, well, it's the most recent of the ones we have today. Yeah. yeah. We have the dawn of, of a indigenous civilization. The 1700s, the 1970s. Ooh, all connected in some way. Yep. Yeah. So uh, this was a mysterious, uh, like I said, was a mysterious uh, ocean-dwelling creature. And around 7 p.m. on the evening of April 28, 1974, um, the <clears throat> the crew of this fishing vessel noted something off the decided their boat I was they say it was less than a hundred feet away from the vessel as they were drawing in their net. And when they were pulling in their cats, they noted something rise up from beneath the surface. And according to eyewitnesses from the the, uh, the vessel, they said from the top of the creature's head to the surface of the water was approximately 1.5 meters or and <clears throat> I guess another standard measurement. It was almost five feet tall from the top of its head to the to the point of its entry in the water. Now um, they said it had sort of like brownish mottled skin, um, very large eyes, wide flared nostrils, and it just sort of seemed to watch the boat as they were drawing in their cats. And the captain sort of gave the order to discontinue. Uh, the cats and sort of just like monitor the, this creature when uh, some of the other crewmen they uh, reacted a bit hastily they started grabbing the harpoons that were on the boat and were ready to uh, attack the creature when the creature was just simply dove back underwater and it wasn't seen since now um, when they were interviewed by a local newspaper in Japan the captain of the boat, who chose to withhold his identity for his professional uh, career, uh, he said he dubbed the creature Cabagon, uh, Kaba meaning the Japanese word for hippo, owing it to the wide flared nostrils of the creature that he saw. And he, he said he came up with the name instinctively. Because that, that's just the first thing that came to mind when he saw the creature. 
And he actually yeah. did give his own artist rendition of the creature. And I will send that to the boys in our chat. <laughs> you like, uh, <clears throat> wow. I don't know why, but these slightly, um, even though the one picture I sent was kind of funny, um, I don't know. These pictures are kind of disturbing. It looks like a fucked up seal and also kind of looks like Hedorah. It, yep, exactly. <laughs> uh, I, uh, wow. And, and because uh, I know some, some people have, or some you note know, skeptics have said that because of its shape and its like wide flare nostrils and its large eyes, it does resemble maybe a walrus or a seal or some other animal within the pitiped group of animals. Just due to the location the creature was seen in, in sort of the warmer waters, like walruses and things like that are not native to the area just due to the the um, the temperature of the climate and like other seals in the area. They're definitely not to this scale because like, like I said, that just the head of the creature that broke the surface of the water was within five feet just by itself. So extrapolating from there, people have said like the rest of the body could have been up to 20 to 30 feet if the head oh, was dang. five. It's a big ass creature. <laughs> yeah. And and they and and obviously these are you know the the, the captain was sort of like you know he he's a, he's a well respected one he has like obviously years of experience like in navigating and seeing that seeing things in the ocean they said it was like clear weather and I did I didn't have it written down but they even gave the longitude and latitude for where they saw the creature when it came out of the water. Oh Fuck. wow! Oh wow! That's and good. they said the uh, and they said. Like 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 you like in the picture that was given, it has very like large, like intimidating, like kind of piercing eyes. And they said the the eyes were in excess of six inches in diameter. Uh, and, the, looking. and the um the image that was drawn by the captain, it is very sort of honestly, it is it does remind me a lot of Hidora. It's like this very like kind of lumpy, like Imagine, like, not to take away the, the sort of the, the tenor of the story, but imagine like a, I'm a, like a grimace from McDonald, that type shape, and, and like just like these two like large eyes, no visible mouth, and like some renditions have like a second set of eyes underneath the first set. It kind of looks like a a tarantula head just poking out of the water in the image you sent. <laughs> yeah, I sent a new one. Uh, from a magazine as well. That one's very cool. Um, it definitely does look like uh, that creature you mentioned, Pat, um, from McDonald's. Um, I refuse to say its name. <laughs> <laughs> that creature. I uh, I refuse to acknowledge it. Um, personal reasons. Uh, I couldn't get a fucking milkshake. Yeah, pretty scary. And what what I think is interesting is that because th this creature was known as sort of in the, in the Japanese like cryptozoological circles. Um, an interesting comparison has been made that this creature is very similar to a Japanese yokai or spirit um, from the ancient times called the umibozu, which yeah. means sea monk. Yeah. And how th that spirit is closely tied to 
the act of fishing and fishing villages. For those who don't know the story of the Umibozu, they're often seen at night, very large, like dark, or sometimes even just completely black, like dome-shaped creatures that would emerge from the sea that would attack fishing vessels or, in some cases, request, you know, a part of the bounty that was taken from the sea. And even there's still ceremonial sacrifices in sort of like coastal villages and and historically known for to be fishing villages to say the uh, umibozu because like they would have like a seasonal like ceremony at the start of fishing to sort of placate the umibozu of the sea and like just having like a very similar like description to those old stories i think i thought it was a really interesting component that i found in my research yeah no i mean look looking at it immediately i i thought it was like oh this is a sea monk like it looks it looks so similar um mm-hmm. i'm curious though because i i think what's really interesting about these rep- uh, these depictions of it is you know there's the depictions of it having two eyes and these big nostrils but then but then there's these depictions of it where uh, like the one I sent where it looks like a like a tarantula, it has four eyes. And that makes me think, I'm like, what if this thing did have what they thought were nostrils were actually like another set of eyes? Like, I don't know. I, it's very interesting. Maybe this is uh, Oda <laughs> foreshadowing uh, One Piece. <laughs> Pat gets that because there's a... Uh, you get it, Pat. Pat gets it. Yeah, I, I, I pick it up what you're putting down. All right, all right, cut cut the nerd shit. Oh a, a little like late game One Piece talk. Um, but I, I'm like to me like Umibozu is one of my favorite um, yokai stories. Um, and Same. I I just think this this like creature is so interesting because, and while it does think make me think a lot of like you know just a, a seal surfacing the water, I can't really account for how big it is because like nose. No seal or you know pinniped like creature like obviously they're a very large one but just like the head itself being five feet in in height that sounds like really wild. Also, it just bobbing its head on the surface and not having like the back of its body. Mm-hmm. So that just makes me think of a seal, uh, because I've seen pictures of seals that like sitting straight up where their body their tails like straight down the water and their heads the only thing that's out of the water. But yeah. you know what's interesting though is that if it is just bobbing its head back and forth, like, like just imagine like if it's as big as it is, then what's the rest of its body look like? You know, like how like like how just is it a gigantic seal body or is it a gigantic like humanoid body underneath the surface, like just bobbing back and forth, watching you as you go by? Um, also, too, it's uh, interesting. I just uh, I just looked up I looked this up and um, some people think this belongs to the same species as the Antarctic Godzilla. Yeah, because well, I, I was just about to, I was just about to bring that up because the uh, the Cabagon is usually mentioned in tandem with a another cryptid that was found in Antarctic waters. Uh, just a a few years different. I think it, it might be in like 1971. It, there's just a few years difference. Uh, but another fishing vessel was out in Antarctic waters, and um, the creature that was saw there is, while very while different in appearance, it's just like just this large mammal-like creature. Basically, it, they said it had 
largely the body of a whale. It has like, you know, sort of the large back with a dorsal fin, but the backside was like covered in hair and it had um it described as having ears and like a gaunt skeletal like face. God, that looks like it's something very familiar. It looks like a demon from hell as well. Uh, yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> it's and, interesting uh, the, these yeah. uh, these reports happening kind of like you know uh, big ocean. So, but they're not too far from each other. Um, and and this this sighting though of this creature was in 1958. Excuse me, I, I knew it wasn't a huge gulf of time. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not large. Um, interesting. Maybe Godzilla is real. Maybe so. Um, but that's my story, and I have my version that I will be sending. I, I, I didn't have a, a fully uh, rendered version like Wenzel or Colt, but I do have my uh, feverish uh, drawings from a madman's notes. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like that. You know, I know, like, people say it's creepy. I think it's kind of cute. It looks... I love seals, and I well, do think it looks like a seal, but I know it can't be a seal, but it's still cute. Well, that one picture I sent, the first one, after the cat picture, that one's cute. Like, that's a cute Yeah, picture. it just looks funny. It just looks so funny. <laughs> Maybe it is friendly. Maybe it's just watching. He's like, what the fuck going on? Yeah, he's just sitting there. He's just like, whoa. Can I have a fish, please? Yeah, exactly. Like, what if he's just like, man, what... What is all of this? <laughs> what is the first time seeing boats? And then he just sees people grabbing sharp objects like, oh, shit, I got to go. <laughs> it's like, holy fuck. <laughs> I, I, it's like, oh, I'm just imagining it's just like their their first thing. Oh, this this cute of uh, like seal, like this monster dick came up. Isn't he adorable? And just like the first instinct is like, we have to kill it. <laughs> we have to kill it for science. Yeah. I say hell yeah! I like that little fucker, that little creature. Uh, but if I bet, I bet if I saw it in real life, uh, wouldn't be too. Do you shit your pants? Yeah. Could it also no. be the back of the head of an animal? Kind of how like uh, there's that one fish where the eyes are on one side of it. Oh and yeah, the flounder. Yeah, flounder. Yeah. Because uh, in the depiction by the sailor that saw it, that's what it reminds me of. And it has like two air holes on the same side where the eyes are. Maybe. I don't know. Like a whale. Or are those two eyes. Are they supposed to be four eyes or two eyes and two? I literally just <laughs> talked about this. <laughs> uh, uh, depictions like like Pat talked about. There's like um, they say maybe those two little dots right there are are nostrils. But um. With how they're drawn, they look like eyes. I'm gonna go with on nostrils. I like the idea that it's four eyes, and it's something even more um, alien to our world. Yeah, it has it has eyeballs in its nostrils. Okay, well okay. that's stupid. I can work with that. I mean, and that that's why the creature was called Gabagon because it has sort of these wide flared nostrils, like a hippo, which is what Kaba means. It means hippo in Japanese. Yep, the more you know. Yep. Yeah. I like our cryptids. Um now it comes down to it. 
who would win in a hammer battle, Sasha or any of our cryptids? What are we thinking? All right. Well, e- easily Tita Lake is out. Uh, Sasha. No. Will, Sasha, if it's just a water retention frog, Sasha will eat it and then throw it back up. Um, if it's the Cabagon, uh, Cap- Sasha also wins because she doesn't go in the ocean. And <laughs> <laughs> if it's the Beast of Jevudon, it's a five forfeit. If it's the Beast of Jevudon, uh, she can't fight it because it's dead. So Sasha wins. Oh man, <laughs> what about Monkey? Uh, oh, okay. Well, this is where it gets different. Um, <laughs> yeah, Monkey's already a WMD. So with if Monkey were to fight the Tidalic, he would probably lick it. Um. And then he would probably start to throw up, and then he'd probably fall over. Um, Fuck, he'd beat himself. Yeah, he'd beat himself. So that's easily, uh, he gets beaten by that. If he fought Cabagon, he he would probably go in the ocean, um, but he doesn't know how to swim, so he'd drown. Fuck. I, yeah, I can see him going in the ocean anyways, even though he knows he can't swim. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Is he'll go. He'll fall in the water. But he won't know what's happening, and he'll just drown. Like, damn, he's a smart. Uh, I, I can see that because Monkey, like those sailors, his first instinct would be to kill, and then he'll just dive into the water. Like, a, like his his compulsion to like commit murder onto another animal completely overrides his own sense of self preservation. <laughs> yeah, That's, I'm just picturing the scene exactly from it. I think it's the ring when the horse jumps into the water off the ship. <laughs> what the fuck? What are you talking about? You, <laughs> I think that's a thing. I've no, no, no idea. Yeah, that, that is a thing. But like, I forgot about that scene where the horse jumps off the boat and drowns itself. I did not know that. Okay. Um, and as for my cryptid, the Beast of Shevudon, probably what would happen is um, he'd probably build a time machine. He'd go back in time, try to find it. Um, he'd get stanced up, but um, uh, he would die. Damn. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it does. It is a wolf, lion, hyena thing. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. He he will probably growl at it. Maybe he might he might try to bite it. But the thing is, is he doesn't have many of his teeth. Um, so he'd gum it. Uh, and easily, what it would do is it would just pick him up and throw him around. Would it be? Would monkey be wearing his diaper during any of these battles? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I would. I would never. I'd never leave. Let him leave without it. Okay. Good. 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 I understand. Um, so also, yeah, that's, that's how those in, in our go. cryptid fighting game, can Monkey have a secret unlockable costume called Fighter M, where he just wears a diaper on his face, but there's like a eye holes and a mouth hole cut out? Yeah, I of do course. like that a lot. Of course, that's a that's definitely um a good secret skin, I believe. And there's like a yellow yep. spot on his forehead. <laughs> he peed from his head, not from his pee. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's <laughs> that's how he thinks. It, it's just pee coming out of his head. Yeah, he's uh, he's, he's he's like that bad guy in Golden Kamui. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> oh, I'm um, sorry. It's not pee. It's it's cranial fluid. Whatever. Uh, there's also that one. Uh, I remember Colt sent it to me of one battle in Golden Combo that was absolutely insane. I don't know how they even animated it. I don't know why it exists, but holy fucking shit, dude. You're talking about the one where it's a, it's a jerk off, off battle. It's a yeah. jerk off battle. Yep, that's exactly <laughs> I love Golden Combo. <laughs> I'm so excited. I haven't read 
since like volume 24 and I'm waiting for volume 31 to come out before I catch up again. I'm so excited. And volume 31 comes out, I want to say December, maybe January. So I'm very excited for that. Also, oh, I love so the part good. in Golden Comedy when like, the, when like all the big dudes are like in a tiny little wooden house and they're like eating like a hot pot and they get so hot and had to take each other's clothes off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that. And they're Hell blushing yeah. at each other and they're like, oh, my God, he looks so good. But it's not gay. <laughs> yeah. It's normal. It's normal. Okay. Um, I, I have a few questions for you guys, though. Um, okay. All right. Uh, if there if there's any if you could see one cryptid in real life from a safe distance, what would you what cryptid would you want to see? It doesn't have to be the ones that we've talked about. It can be any any cryptid ever. Oh man, that, any that's cryptid hard. Ever, yeah. You just you would want to see it once, like legitimately, and it's just for you to be like, holy <clears> shit! <throat> I just saw something absolutely abnormal, insane. I probably can't talk about it, but you know what? I saw it, and that's what matters. I'd want to see like like an alien or something because that would prove that there's something else out there. Okay. Because okay. seeing an animal would be cool, but it would just mean like, fuck, we just never found that here. What the hell? But to see like an alien come out of a ship or something, now that would be cool. Are there any aliens from what people have talked about from conspiracies and stuff? Would you want to see? Uh, I feel like meeting injured cold would be interesting because he's not necessarily a bad guy. He's just a fucking weirdo. Okay. And the, yeah. and the former um, cryptid on this series. Yes. Yes, that is true. Yep. Because yep. all he does is smile and just he wants to learn. He's a curious little cat. Yeah, um, he definitely I would see him at like, obviously, he's either an alien or some <laughs> kind of interdimensional being. Uh, it'd be really cool if he was the the latter, just because yeah, it would it would, it would kind of make sense for how he pops in and out of our reality, basically. Um, be very cool. Yeah, it'd also be yeah. cool if he looked at me with a neutral face when I was talking to him. It would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not creeped out and getting nervous. Yes. <laughs> yeah, fair. Cole, fair Cole is the only person Ingrid Cole doesn't smile. At. He's like, well, that's because he's listening. Yeah. Yeah. Pat? Yeah, he he actively listens. Unlike Cole, um, I don't know. I, I've I've had so many cryptids that I that I've grown up with. Like want like really okay. This is I want. I really like this one's my hero. I want to just I want to honor the little Pat that still lives inside me, but also uh, satiate the big Pat that that is now in full control of his environment. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I'm torn. Is it, it right now? My head's between Chupacabra, Mothman, and the Jersey Devil. Mothman okay. would have been my second choice. Yeah, I I also would like to meet the Mothman. Um, yeah, because I, I want choice. to know. I, I'm a little dubious about Mothman because, like you know, you see Mothman and he's like you know the harbinger of disaster, or is he, or is he? Is our disaster falsely attributed to Mothman because he just happens to be in the area when bad things happen, you know, like Absol and Pokemon? Yeah, I, I would just like to be around him on his off day when he's like at a Starbucks where he's chilling. 
you know, just ha- like have a drink with Mothman and see if he if it, if his ass is as fat as it is that statue in Point Pleasant. We'll have to find out. Yeah, stay tuned for AYCH goes to Mothman Town. Honestly, yeah. if we could go to Point Pleasant, that'd be pretty sick. Yeah, I would love to go. I, I want to go to West Virginia in general. I think it's a beautiful place. Great country. I love the countryside. And um, it's not too crypt- far. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to ask you what cryptid did you choose? What cryptid did you choose? Because you said I was thinking about Mothman, but. Oh, uh, I decided Mothman. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I, I also think Mothman has like an area of effect. So if I'm like further enough distance away, like I'm out of like the misfortune zone. <laughs> what if, uh, what if Mothman is able to see you though, and you just see him pull something out of his like I don't know bag of tricks or whatever, and then he throws something, and uh, that thing that he throws at you is just a big ass uh, car. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Why would like, you do oh. this? It's like fuck. I forgot about his proportional moth strength. <laughs> yeah, I just, I was like, I don't know why. I was like, that's that'd be so just. Oh, that'd be such a bummer, but it'd be so fucking funny. <laughs> as I like, like yeah, I'm just like, you're nothing like moth thrush. You'd be so disappointed. <laughs> you're just as bad as they said you were. <laughs> and then as he flies away, he just flips you off. <laughs> yeah, Mothman's a dick. Yeah, yeah. Met the guy. Jokes. <laughs> no, no, it's a joke. Um, I want to meet Mothman. He's not a dick. Okay, unless he also, is when I meet him. Okay, but to be fair, I, who, I really don't want to have to cancel Mothman, guys. What what cryptid do you guys think would also just be a huge asshole? Oh man, uh, I feel like the chupacabra because it it's known for killing animals. Yeah, but it's just it's just it, you know it's, it's an it, animal. It's an animal. Um, if it does have any sort of intelligence, I mean, uh, well, okay, wait. If it does have, hmm, I mean, we we eat animals, so I can't really blame it for saying like, okay, well, if it has sentience, if it's intelligent, you know, if it can speak or whatever, you know, why is it why is it sucking these animals' blood? Can it not do something else? But uh, he's he's ethically sourcing his prey. I guess. Um, what about but you, like, Pat? what other cryptids has like a like a like you would think has like a malefic intelligence, and it's just an absolute dick, you know? Um, I I kind of do want to say Bigfoot. <laughs> I know I, think... I feel like Bigfoot is just the guy that's like trying not to be like known. He's just trying to hide. Okay, you say that, but I feel like he he also on the other hand is like. He would just be like, hey, guys, watch this. It's literally like Jackass, but with a big foot, big feet, where they're like, watch this, guys. <laughs> and then he walks and he's like, huh? And then that's he's like, and then he walked back. And he's like, nobody's going to fucking believe that guy. <laughs> I mean, I have heard of, of certain cryptids. I mean, certain Bigfoot stories where um, he has like flung poop at, at people who are like trying to look at him. <laughs> Sounds like they encountered a wild gorilla. Or <clears throat> just any wild monkey. Because <laughs> there I is mean, the I don't, I don't know how many monkeys. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I was going to say, because I know the skunk ape, the, scump, the skunk ape 
might be also kind of an asshole. I don't know. He stinks. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a monkey. He's a stinky. But I can't really think of any, like, intelligent that would be an asshole. I don't think Mothman would be rude. <laughs> I don't think Andrew <laughs> would be rude. <laughs> what about you guys? Um, I'm laughing right now because my TV's on. And what fucking movie is this? Oh my god, hold on. There is this movie that's playing on my TV right now. My TV's no, um, muted. It's Vacation with Ed Helms, Christina Applegate, and um, there, uh, <laughs> there's a bit in here where the kid is looking at this pretty girl. They're on the they're on the interstate and they're driving, and there's a jeep next to him, and there's a pretty girl, and he's like, you know, trying to riz her up, but then the guy's little brother comes up behind him with a bag and tries to suffocate him. <laughs> What, what are the you fuck? <laughs> it's funny because <laughs> it's so off the wall, <laughs> just fucking left field. Okay, um, interiors of cryptids. Uh, I mean, uh, oh gosh, maybe that. Um, oh man, um, why can't I think of one that's like you asked it? I, I thought you guys would give me more substantial answers. I didn't know you'd be so fucking stupid. Oh my god, you're being stupid now because you don't know either. I mean, I guess the beast of Javudan, just because of how many people it killed. Um, it's an animal. It's but still... it's in it talked. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I, like I smoked cigarettes, which is worse than murder. That is true. That is true. Thank you, Pat, for defending me. Um, okay. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> is there any is there any cryptids that people here would want uh, us to do next or you would want to do in a later episode or um, you know any cryptids you'd like us to do next episode that you really want us to see our interpretations our, our drawings for because let's just yeah. say we got some really good artists here named <clears throat> Colt yeah and you got two other mid artists, but that's okay. Yeah, we're still learning. Um, we're still learning. Yeah, um, I, I haven't got to my level in my art yet where I have like that really uncomfortable specificity of detail when it comes to fetishistic art. Like, you know, when you read certain manga and just like, okay, this is absolutely a fetish. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, damn, this is so well done. I think something's awakening. <laughs> I mean, I think I could... I think I can achieve that. I just haven't opened my third eye yet. Gotta try. Or maybe I've already done it. Because you guys Go have on. seen some of the shit I've drawn that I just <laughs> that nobody else has seen. <laughs> you gotta go into the what is it, the hyperbolic time chamber in uh, Dragon Ball Z? Yep, I gotta do that. I gotta have a near death experience and become enlightened. Um what's other training regiments? Uh dick push ups. Um, have a demon put in your belly? Yeah, I have a demon put in my stomach. Um, I could just go to I could just go to uh, crystals. Am I right? <laughs> Whoa, yeah, little burgers. Got em. <laughs> Sorry, if anybody likes crystals, that was at you. I it's fine. It's fine. That's whatever. I, I probably it. hadn't had crystals in like ten years. Yeah, that that's the same thing for me. I just remember liking it as a kid, but I haven't had it in forever. What I always thought was strange, people would tell me, "Is like, oh, you get, you eat crystals, you'll get like instant, like, just pulse pounding diarrhea." I'm just like, that's never happened to me. It's not diarrhea food. 
dude, these burgers are one cent a pop. I will fucking shit my pants for a burger. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. My, me and my dad have always had bad time with crystals. The, I think it's because you it's like your genetics won't allow it because you are his son. Wow, that's kind of racist, Colt. Oh, it's fucking he's <laughs> allergic and you're allergic. Are, are you saying that uh, are you saying I need to be euthanized? Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I, I, listen, we are already trying to be, you know, uh, be more ca- careful and conscious about the things we say. And you go and say that, Colt. Oh, my gosh. God damn. God damn. All right. I guess let's just end this episode. Yeah. Are we ready for plugs? Or someone said something worse. Yep. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, this has been uh, an all right episode, I guess. Um, I hope you enjoyed something. it. Uh, you can listen to us, uh, all you can hear podcasts. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, I or Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Spotify, anywhere where your our RSS feed reaches, it will probably be there. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at um, AYCH Podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram. All you can hear podcasts. Is that correct? Why am I forgetting this? Oh I God. literally. We, we just need to have a doc, okay? Where you can refer to it every single episode. Because Patrick used to be our, our little baby golden egg. And Sorry. now he's gone. Sorry. Uh, Instagram is AYCH podcast as well. I don't know why I keep forgetting. I have this stuff written down, but then I just erase it. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> um, you can. Um, yeah. Uh, you can follow us on twitch.tv slash all you can hear uh, where we stream. Uh, I don't know when we'll get back to streaming, but um, it, it's a possibility. So just go follow us there. Uh, all of our VODs and everything that we have streamed is going to be on our YouTube. All you can hear. Um, there are a few episodes uh, on the AYC8 Extra. Am I correct? Um, there Two are episodes a, exact. Uh, just due to um, we having to consolidate our channels with Extra in, onto the main feed, there are still technically a, two episodes left on the Extra channel, though we're in the process of transferring all those old extra episodes onto the main channel. So please be patient with us as we sort of update the main feed uh, with all those previous episodes over the next uh, several weeks. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, And of course it is spooky season at the moment. So go listen to our more recent spooky episodes, episode uh, three twenty two, childhood, childhood horrors banter episode with me and Colt. And uh, 321, the horror movie draft with Tanner and with Sam um, from uh, We Don't Know Wrestling, I believe is what it's called. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. And then uh, let me think. What else is there? Um, go follow the Backlog Boys on Twitter, Backlog Boys Pod. Uh, go listen to the Backlog Boys episodes. We just recently did Scorn. Um, talk At about the end that. of the month, we got uh, our big game, a game we liked. A lot. And that's Resident Evil 2. Yeah. So uh, go check will, it out. That will come out on, uh, yeah, like Colt said, at the end of the month, it'll be uh, Wednesday the 25th. Uh, and I think that's it for plugs. Uh, so for me, I'm Wenzel. Thank you for listening. You can follow me on Twitter at Wenzel Bookie. You can follow my art Instagram, World of Wednesday. Follow my bookstagram, Wenzel Banters. You can follow um, my threads, World of Wednesday. You can follow my um, Blue Sky, World of Wednesday as well. 
I also have episode zero of Wenzel's Essentials uh, out currently. It's on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Go listen to that. When will those episodes for that show come out? They'll come out when they come out. I'm busy. I have work. I have other responsibilities, but I will do them, and I promise they will be out. Um, I have a link tree, links for everything, including my Goodreads, my letterbox, and my store. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Hell yeah. My name Colt. Follow me on Twitter, ColtD00. Follow me on... Why did I say it like that? What the fuck? Uh, follow <laughs> me on Blue Sky at ColtD99. Come on in. If you have an invitation. Yeah. yeah. And uh, this is Patrick. I'm, it's, it's glad to be back. Um, I'm, I'm always he- helpful and happy to come back to keep this place from burning to the ground because I know... It's been left in decent hands, but um, a great time. But you can follow me wherever I'm found. That's John lost his name on Twitter, Instagram, Letterbox, Blue Sky. Anything with a John lost his name tag there. I'm probably there, not too far behind. All right. Well, there you go. Um, any last words, everybody? Thank you for coming back, Pat. Uh, now we're going to lock you back in the box with Cody in Miami. No, not Miami. Jacksonville. Was that right? Or was it Gainesville? No, it was Tampa. Tampa. God damn it. All wait, these places are... sound terrible, but you're wait, going are... in the box. You don't even sure. know your own podcast is lore, and you, and you made me leave? This place oh, it really God. is falling apart. Look, he, he's going in the Florida box. That's all we need to know. Yeah. I'll be back when you least expect it. Yeah, maybe. It'd probably be...